book of Psalm this evening, Psalm 103, Psalm 103 this evening, we'll look at it for a few minutes here, and I'll pick up the text here, we'll come back to the rest of that in a minute, but the text in 8 through 13, Psalms 8 through 13, we'll read to you tonight. The Bible says, the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not allow, always chide. Neither will he keep his anger forever. He says, he hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. He says, for as the heavens is high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. He says, like as a father, pity his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. Them that fear him. Let me read verse 12 again. Verse 12. We'll look at this evening. The Bible says, so far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgression from us. I'm going to give it a, a, a title this evening about a merciful ending. Merciful ending. I was listening to the radio radio news or something. Something came across and I was halfway listening to it and it said uh, a statement about again a good riddance day or something like a good riddance service, a good riddance something about good riddance and so a good written sale. You perhaps even passed by places right here on Atlantic Avenue's first store down the street it says it's a closeout sale. A closeout sale. They do all these different things at the end of the year to uh, uh, close out and do various things to begin uh, uh, to close out the year, close out the books, and to close out and get rid of inventory. They mark a lot of stuff down that they were unable to sell over the year. And they do all these different things to close out. And some things they give away at, at high, high uh, uh, bargains. Uh, again, I was just thinking about the other day uh, how the this is down the time to go for Christmas things. You Now you go to buy the candy or now you go buy the lights. My wife always tends to do the ornaments and all these different things because sometimes they're 75% off, 90% off. Why? Because they're trying to clear it out and close it out. And i give you a little trick as well. After uh, uh, Valentine's Day and even Halloween, we don't celebrate Halloween, but you go to the store the next day and everything is marked down. You can get a lot of cheap candy and a lot of cheap stuff. Again, uh, along the way. But just think about this, how that, uh, again, trying to bring it to an end, bring things to an end. And we share with you how this is our last service, uh, physical service here for the year. And we thank God for all that he has done. Thank God for all that has been accomplished. Thank God for, again, even the things that we have learned and the things in which no doubt we are looking forward to going forward. And you think about this, how that, merciful ending in it all. We even just think about life and we were sharing about the preciousness of life. How that even over and over and over again God reminds and God gives people opportunities even all the way to their deathbed. Oftentimes God will give men and women a, a chance for a merciful ending. Perhaps even in this year uh, you say preacher has been rough this year or uh, the year hadn't gone the way I expected it to. And on and on and on uh, whatever case may be when things at the end of the day, God somehow, some way, 
allows for a merciful ending. Uh, especially here, spiritually speaking, spiritually speaking, he, he refers to the soul and refers to our eternal life and refers to our, our, our relationship with him. In somehow, some way, God gives men and women an opportunity for a merciful ending. If you go back and look at Psalm here, I'll share with you some other scriptures as well. But the Bible, uh, he was referring to Psalmist here about how that God, he is, he is this way. He's a God, again, who's, who shows mercy. As you go back and read many of the, those who wrote in the book of Psalm, they all experienced God's grace and his mercy. They experienced that they were first-hand recipients of it. No doubt, like they are, we are as well of God's grace and mercy. Where would we be without the Lord? There's other Psalms that, that state that very thing. Where would I be and where would we be if it was not, was not for God? Scriptures go down to their history. There's a, a psalm about their history and how they crossed the Red Sea and how they were able to defeat the enemies of their soul. And they, we, we continue to repeat, where would we be if it had not been for the Lord? Even as we stand here today, you have to reflect back and say, where would I be if it had not been for the Lord? Some are laying in hospitals this very night at the end of this year. And, and, and some, again, uh, did not, are laying in a grave as we speak right now. Some are in hell as we speak right now, and there are others in glory. Amen. We see, but and you look back and say, where could we, would we be without God's hand? Without God's hand of mercy. Maybe we've gone through things in your life that you say, wow, how could I make it through this? Or how am I going to get through this moment in my life? And all of a sudden you look back as the time goes by and you say, man, God got us through another one. A merciful ending tonight. So through it all, through it all. We look back and give God praise tonight because he is a merciful God. And the scripture tells us in verse 1, it's called Psalm 103, 1. The Bible says, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. And so the psalmist said, I'm going to bless the Lord. Bless him and praise him because he's who he is tonight. Because of he's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be lifted up and, and, and exalted this evening. He's worthy again tonight. And so he said, I'm going to bless him with all of my soul because, again, it belongs to the Lord. And no doubt you begin to think about this, how God deserves him. He, he deserves our praise tonight for all the things he has done. Number two, he says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. So he began to reflect back on all the things in which God has done. Again, as the days go by, 365 days goes by fast. And believe it or not, and so this year has flown by. Many things have gone on. But it through it all, and ups and downs and hills and valleys, he looked back at the benefits of Almighty God. The benefits of being his protection. The benefits of his love and his mercy towards us. The benefits of knowing him. My friend tonight, God daily loads us with all of his benefits. We, we thank God for, again, how he provided throughout. Again, you have a place to live. That's a benefit. You have family and friends, no doubt. That's a benefit. You're in your right mind tonight, perhaps. That's a benefit. If you're not in your right mind, God can touch you tonight. Amen. And you can receive the benefit of healing tonight. Again, whether it was uh, forgiveness, whether it was, again, uh, anything that you can imagine that you needed, big and small, God is full of benefits tonight. And so he said, I'm going to bless him. I'm going to bless him, amen, with all that I have because of who he is. Verse 3 went on and says, he says, forgive he who forgiveth all thy iniquities, excuse me, and healeth all our diseases. He began to reflect back. He said, God is forgiven. He's a forgiving God. 
at the end of the day, he's a forgiving God. He said he's able to forgive of anything, all the iniquities, all sin tonight. We don't have to go to the grave lost tonight. You can go to the grave knowing that your sins have been forgiven tonight. You can go to the grave knowing Jesus Christ is your Lord and your Savior tonight. He says there can be a merciful ending tonight. And the Bible says, as we look a little further, he says, and he healeth all thy diseases. Naturally, there was many we read about in the Bible, all diseases, all sicknesses, disease. The Bible says by his stripes uh, we have been made, he, we, are, we are healed tonight. Uh, uh, go back and look at his 39 lashes. You look at the crucifixion of Christ. Uh, the, the, uh, the Old Testament prophet talked about him. The lashes in which Christ took him. And, and I, uh, years ago I heard about him. Uh, they said there are like 39 categories of, uh, of diseases. Some of you medical folks out there perhaps know. 39 different categories of sicknesses and diseases. They categorize them they all fall on different categories. Various cancers. Cancer probably falls under one category. Uh, mental illness is another category. On and on and on, these different categories of sicknesses. And they and the scientists have come up with 39 uh, different categories. And so uh, they would fall under all these different diseases. And so, uh, again, one of the, uh, it was a, either a book or a video that we saw that how did, it was amazing how did those 39 lashes that Christ took uh, well, to do what? To cover all sicknesses and diseases. All diseases and sicknesses of disease. And whether he uh, desires, whether he heals or whether he does not heal. Again, the, the most important part is to be healed in the soul. We oftentimes say we have to die of something. Amen. And so uh, even those that were raised from the dead, you think about him. Even Lazarus, he was raised from the dead. He eventually had to die again. And so naturally we see we cannot run from death. But even through it all, we see that there's a God who is able to bring the deliverance and healing from all diseases. If you're plagued by disease tonight, to be God's will tonight, you can be healed. You can be uh, uh, delivered. You can be made whole tonight is what the scripture says. And so he said God can bring a, a, a merciful ending even to that sickness and disease. The Bible says who redeemeth thy life, number four, from destruction. And, and so God is able to rescue. We sang the song of just a minute ago about the miry clay that God brings us from, that miry claim, that horrible pit the Bible says, and the destruction that many of us were on, all men and women that are not saved tonight. The Bible says the ways of sin is death. And so that's we all headed towards that road of death again and lost eternally. But the gift of God is eternal life tonight through Jesus Christ, our Lord tonight. And so you look at this tonight. The Bible says God is able to redeem the life from destruction. He's able to save from destruction. And you look back and reflect back and say, man, if you only knew who I was before I came to Christ, if you only knew who I was before, I, again, I gave my life to Jesus. He saved my life from destruction tonight. We share with you in, in Bible study, I believe it was uh, this Tuesday, about the Apostle Paul, and he called himself the chiefest of sinners, the chief, chief sinner. He was the chief of all sinners. And naturally, some will say, no, I'm the chief of sinners. Another would say, no, I'm the chief of sinners. In other words, regardless of the level in which we were uh, lost in, God is still able to deliver from destruction. You see, once we die without Christ, man, you've lost it all. Lost it all. It's destructive. And the Bible says, broad is the way that leads to destruction. We said, but straight and narrow is that way that lead it, lead it to life. It lead it to life, eternal life tonight. And church, because of his grace and his mercy tonight, he's able to save our lives from destruction. 
If you're watching this video tonight or listening to it here in this service, God can deliver from destruction. Destruction of your own life, soul, family, uh, again, future. Tonight, come to Christ. Tonight, while there's still time. He said, he crowned thee with loving kindness and tender mercy. Who satisfied thy mouth with good so that the, thy, the youth are renewed like eagles. So, even a life that seemed as if it was uh, no hope in it. He can still save the youth before a destructive end. We continue to pray for our youth. Continue to pray for our children's church. We oftentimes say, pray for our youth. Again, that they can have a merciful ending. A merciful ending. Merciful ending to their lives. They, many are just beginning. Many are just beginning to get themselves into so much trouble before even starting life. But some even before puberty. Before even life kicks off. But you know, there's a God that's still able to save the youth. How many believe it tonight? There's a God that's able to save the youth. He says he's able to take them and, and take our youth and renew them like eagles to where they can soar and live, to where they can blossom. We, we cherish how there's a generation of young people, of families and, uh, uh, that are growing up without God in church, not even on the go to church, not even uh, uh, considering having a second thought about church, not even dawning on them, hey, today's a Sunday, it's a church day. It's now becoming a third, fourth fiddle down the pecking order. But we pray that God in this new year can raise up the youth. The youth to where, again, many women from all walks of life can be saved before destruction hits. The Bible says in G the Lord uh, executed, number six, the Lord executed righteousness and judgment for all that is oppressed. So even for the oppressed tonight, there's a merciful ending there's an oppressed. Even Israel, and they were oppressed many times. God, somehow, some way, would always give them a merciful ending. A way in which they could escape. A way in which they can turn their plight. A way in which they can get out of the, the enslavement that they found themselves in. Or under the, the cruelness uh, of Pharaoh, or uh, whether it was Syria, or any other nation, Babylon, anyone, you can pick a nation that they were under. God always gave them a way and a door to get, have a merciful ending. But it was up to them. It's up to you and I today. The choice is ours, whether we want a merciful ending. The Bible says that he made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. And so back to our text, we read to you, the Lord is merciful and gracious. Verse 8, the Lord is merciful and gracious, and I am uh, slow to anger. Again, I was, I was sharing with a man earlier about, um, yeah, yesterday I believe it was, about how the grace of God how it really is. It's given mankind thousands of years to get it right. God has given mankind thousands of years since, his, since he's departed and gone back into heaven. When Jesus left, he's been 2,000 years now. He's given man an opportunity to get it right. He slowed down. He could have easily rained down fire and brimstone as he's doing the Old Testament. He could have easily rained down judgment upon our world, but God is slow to anger. He's a merciful God. Why? Because he, has, he wants to see a merciful ending. The Bible says his will is not that any should perish. None should lose their soul. None should have to die and go to hell. That's the type of God we serve. He waits and he waits. And I believe he waits many years and many years. And he gives some lo years longer than others. Some are able to live to 90 and uh, close to 100 years old. Amen. But God's mercy one more time. Is waiting for them to make that prayer. 
of Lord, forgive me. I repent of my sin. The Bible says how he said he made it known. He's a merciful, gracious God, slow to anger, plenteous in mercy. It's enough to spread all around. Amen. It's enough to spread all around the room, enough to spread all around the globe. Over the history of time, his mercy has endured forever. The Bible says, he went on and says, his mercy is spread all throughout for all mankind to receive of this. He said, his root, he had dealt, not dealt with us after our sin, nor after rewarded us after our iniquities. He said, for as high as the heaven is above the earth, so is great is his mercy towards them that fear him. That's the key. How do I obtain this mercy, preacher? Fear God. Keep his commandments. Love him. Serve him. Surrender to him. I'm telling you, you can have a merciful ending as well. It's for those that will say, God, I need help. It's for those that say, God, I need a savior. It's for those who say, God, I need you. Help me, Lord. Deliver me from my sin and iniquity. And the Bible says he's able to do it. Regardless of where we may be positioned, wherever it may stand, as high as the mountains are above, all the way down to the gutters of this earth, the mercy of God in do it. No doubt it's able to reach down to each of us today. I like what it says here. As far as the east is from the west, so has he removed our transgressions from us. I was reminded of a song by Helen Baylor. She used to sing this song. Uh, Seventy times seven he has forgiven. And how this, she says, as far as the east is from the west, that's how, no doubt, he's able to forgive. Into the sea of forgiveness, that's the name of the song. The sea of forgetfulness. The sea of forgiveness or forgetfulness. That's the type of God we serve. And we live in a world where mankind holds grudges. He holds on to things. He will hold things against one another. He will hold again the things and, and people will hold things again against one another on and on and on throughout their lives. And some go to their grave mad at each other. Family members don't speak. Talking to the family say, we don't even, I haven't spoken to them in years. We don't talk, Pastor. I said, my God. They will hold on to things in their hearts and their souls. They will hold on to these things and go to their grave instead of asking and, and pleading for forgiveness of one another or forgiving one another. The Bible says, but Jesus is a forgiving God. And it will be a horrible ending. He says, how can I forgive you if you can't forgive your brother and your sister? How can I forgive you if you don't forgive those that you see and those that you interact with? How can I forgive you if you don't, again, forgive the man that's of a different color than you are? How can I forgive if you don't forgive uh, the one who's from a different nation, a different world? We live in a dog-eat-dog world tonight. But thank God for the blood is not like that. Thank God that his mercy is not like that. Red, yellow, black, and white tonight, God loves all mankind. He's willing to save all mankind, willing to forgive all mankind from one end of the globe to the other, my friend, tonight. That's the merciful God we have tonight. Bring a, a, a merciful ending to any heart and any soul. And the Bible says, like as a father, in verse 13, like as a father pitied his children, so the Lord pitied them that fear him. It's almost that time like when you try to, your child is acting up, and you want uh, to uh, put, put the belt to the backside. And how did, again, all of a sudden, again, uh, the, the Lord uh, deals with your heart and says, be merciful, be merciful. Amen, on and on and on. But you know what, again, if we think about this, how our Father up in heaven is a merciful God. He pities us. He cares for us. He cares for his creation. In the book of Hebrews, let's look at this. Hebrews 8 12. The Bible says, For I will, not, well, I will be merciful to the 
righteousness. He says, in their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. We serve a God that's able to forgive, forgive and forget. We serve a God that is a merciful, loving God. Because he's willing to have an ending. You think about marriages and various things, how to, again, now, a marriage is in because they're not willing to forgive and forget. Again, uh, friendships, relationships, no co-workers who cannot get along. Again, because of things that transpire and they're unwilling to forgive and forget. Unable to forgive and forget, I, I was, I played football for a little while. The coach said, you got to have a short-term memory. You're as good as your last play. And, and played defensive back and various things, even whatever it was, and even on the, the other side of the ball as well, uh, dropped the pass. So you got to have a short-term memory, let it go. Because if you don't let it go, it will play you for the rest of the game. For the rest of your life, and, and in life in general, it'll plague men and women for the rest of their lives. It plagues their hearts and souls. It will eat like a cancer in souls of men and women. But Jesus, no doubt, is different. The Lord our God says, hey, forgive as I've forgiven. Forgive and, and, and believe and, and, and be merciful. The Bible says, blessed is the merciful. It's one of the Beatitudes. Let there be attitude as well. The Bible says in verse 13, in that he said a new covenant he hath made, verse 13, he hath made a new covenant, the first old, now which is decayed. So he said that first when he was referring to the laws of Moses, the Old Testament laws, he said are now done away with. The Old Testament laws couldn't get the job done. The Old Testament things in which he had really brought judgment upon them for did not do the job. So now he says, now that which decayeth, he says, and wax is old, is ready to vanish away. And so he says now, another place he says, I'm going to bring a new covenant, a new beginning, a new uh, testament to where men and women can come and be saved. Men and women can experience mercy and love. So I'm writing to that woman who committed adultery, how that the men were ready to stone this woman and they brought her before the Lord as he was there. And they said, what are you going to do her? Should we stone her? And long story short, paraphrase, he says, he did it without sin, cast the first stone. He began to say, hey, you throw the first stone in if you're not guilty of anything. And the Bible says, how he told that woman, he says, get up, go and sin no more. Go and sin no more. He gave the lady a merciful ending. And really, even them, a merciful ending. That's the type of Lord we serve. On and on and on, the man on the cross, as Jesus was dying, the man next to him was dying as well. The man, one man on the left, it said, hey, won't you, if you be the son of God, come down, save yourself. Get in the, the next man, however, on the cross was saying, hey, Lord, remember me. Have mercy on me. I want to have a merciful ending to my life. I've been a criminal. I've done, not done things pleasing unto my God up in heaven. But Jesus, I believe we have a merciful ending for me. And Jesus told the man, he says, hey, soon you'll know that when you, when you die, you say you'll be with me in paradise. You'll be with me naturally because of his faith, because of his willing heart. 
to seek a merciful ending. It's for all mankind tonight. It's for all men and women that will come to Christ and give their lives over to him. Now as he gave up the ghost himself, I like what he said. He said it is finished. He said it's finished when he died, gave up the ghost on that cross. Naturally, the things in which uh, he came to do, the thing in which he ultimately came to be that innocent lamb, the sacrificial lamb, the lamb of God, to take away the sins of the world. The one who came and gave his life, all of mankind was now being completed there on the cross. That the one, the one was coming, the blood that was shed to wash away all sins, to have a transformation of lives in lives of men and women, a real, real reality where man can now have the old was now going to be done away with. And now a new relationship with Jesus Christ and with our Father was now made available. Jesus said it's finished. Though now no doubt the old past, the old things, the Bible says, them that in Christ, old things have passed away. Come on, the old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. Why? Because God wants us to have new beginnings and a merciful ending as well. No, now, to come off the old path, to come off the old ways, to come off that place of sin, to come out of the lifestyle of sin, he's saying, come to the newness of Christ tonight. Come to the newness of salvation. Come to know him as Lord and your Savior. Tonight, says them are new creatures. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. God is able to make new tonight. A new year is approaching. Amen. Tonight, let's, by God's grace, we can bring things perhaps that are displeased unto the Lord to a merciful ending things that no doubt that plague your heart tonight you can bring it to a merciful ending you can go anew out of this service tonight out of, uh, get a new day in Christ new beginnings in God that's the type of God we serve I like what it says in Lamentation it says morning by morning new mercies I see his compassions they fail not God's love it fails not God's grace it fails not tonight amen I'm telling you tonight come to Christ while there's still time in church he's more than able to make a new to make a new the bible says in his word a merciful ending and back to psalm as we close he said the lord is merciful and gracious it's only by god's grace he's allowed us to see this far into this year my friend don't take god's grace for granted don't take god's love for granted don't take god's uh, tender hand for granted but today, receive him, love upon him, serve him. And no doubt, he said he's slow to anger. He's very slow to anger. And the Bible says he's present, plenteous in mercy. And as far as the east is from the west, so has our sins been forgiven. A merciful ending for all mankind. My friend today, don't die without Christ. Don't close out your year without Jesus. Don't go and live your life without Christ tonight. Serve him. And don't take his grace for granted, my friend. Don't trample upon the blood of Jesus. Don't walk on, don't spit in his face. Don't curse him tonight. Don't mock him. But come to him and say, Lord, I need forgiveness. Lord, I need your mercy. Lord, I, again, I haven't done all I'm supposed to do, God. Perhaps you may say, God, I'm not the man I should be not the woman that I should be. But God, no doubt, he's given us an opportunity to have a merciful ending. 
And it's the thankful, beautiful part about it. Again, how God gives us time. The Bible says he's like, like men. Men, no doubt, who are, uh, again, are not able to show the long-suffering that Christ shows. The long-suffering mercy, day after day, year after year, God has given to each of us. Amen. Let us take advantage before the end does come, before the end of life comes. Serve him, live for him, and let him be the Lord of your life. And as we bow our heads in reverence to God tonight, he says how that he said he will remember no more. He said it's finished. A merciful ending tonight. Probably the hills and valleys of this year, the hills and valleys of life. God gives us a new beginning. God gives us a fresh start. Morning by morning. And amen. This could be the best day for the rest of your life. As we serve him and live for him. We come before him today. He's rich in mercy tonight. As you find a place to pray tonight, if you don't know him, the Lord Jesus Christ, as we mentioned, he went on that great cross to give his life for us, to give his life for all of the entire world. He saw man hurting. He saw man broken. He saw man wallowing in the sin, even as we speak tonight. But his love is reaching out one more time, reaching out all across this globe, churches all around getting uh, witnesses all around, Christians all around, billboards, flyers, advertisements. God is saying, come while there's still time. My friend today is Christ Jesus reaching out to the world. And church today, if you will believe him, my friend, if you don't know him, believe, believe in the son of almighty God. The one that was stretched out on that cross should have been us. Should have been you and I on that cross but he took our place. He died and went to hell for us. should have been us, but he did it for all of us, all of mankind. That we can have a merciful ending. And today, if you will receive him and believe in him, dedicate your life to him, accept him as Lord and Savior of your life. Ask him for forgiveness tonight. Say, Lord, forgive me of all my sins and trespasses. Forgive me of all the things I've done wrong before you, things I've done to displease you, God. God, I pray, have mercy on my soul. He will. He's faithful and just just to do that tonight. Tonight, you ask him, forgive me, save me, deliver me. I want to be born again. He will give you that experience, the born again experience, church. New beginning, a fresh start. Amen. And bring a merciful ending to your past. A merciful ending to our failures. A merciful ending to our letdowns. Merciful ending to things that displease the Lord our God today. God is able to bring a merciful ending to it all. Amen. And we thank God today. We thank him. If you make that your prayer, you receive the Lord. Ask him. Accept him as king and Lord of your life. And you make a prayer, you say, God, I'm going to live for you the rest of my days. Amen. And serve him and live for him daily. Make him king of your life tonight. And amen. And we look to the Lord today. Whatever you have need of. We give you a bunch of stuff tonight. How he's able to heal. If you need healing, if you need a touch, you need power today. Today, God is able to do it all. Because, again, his benefits are, 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 are numerous that he does for the believer. If you have a need tonight, tonight can be the beginning 
of something fresh. Say, preacher, I've gone through my life powerless tonight, but tonight bring a merciful ending to powerlessness tonight. I don't have any power, but tonight can come to an end of you not having any power. Tonight's a new beginning to begin to live for him in power and the spirit and in truth. Say, preacher, I've been sick all my life, but tonight we pray for the sick tonight that God can bring a merciful ending to your sickness tonight. A merciful ending to that one, and perhaps you got cancer. Perhaps I don't know what the disease may be, diabetes, it don't matter. Our God is able to bring a merciful ending to it tonight. By his stripes we're healed. You claim it tonight say, God, I'm healed in Jesus' name. I'm healed in Jesus' name. Hey, man, you need a, again a touch from the Lord, direction from God. Preaching, I'm walking around aimlessly tonight. But tonight, we ask God to take the blindness off and bring a merciful ending give you directions tonight. Say, Lord, order my steps, God. Order my steps, Lord. I'm tired of following the devil tonight in the name of Jesus. We pray tonight. Stop the path tonight. Stop walking and following the enemy. Stop following with Jesus tonight. Whatever your need is tonight, you make up in your mind, I'm going with Jesus. And I'm going to begin a new thing with him tonight. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. She begin to sing as unto the Lord tonight.
hand to the other. Jesus reaches out. All across the world. Thousands of years now. Looking for a merciful ending to mankind. That mercy. For man to come back to know Christ. Know him. Serve him. we can spend eternity with Cheerfully as unto the Lord. Amen. Serve your friend and God will bless the offering, please. Offering of thanksgiving. service this Sunday at 11 a.m. Sunday morning, the first service of the year. Come on and be with us. Uh, 334 Ashford Street. Looking forward to seeing you at 11 a.m. God bless your prayer. We'll see you soon. God bless.